Folks, welcome back to Degenerate Danger Zone. I'm your host, Ty B, and I will be joined by Meerkat. It is Saturday, December 12th, and it's time to get some free money and loaded slate of weekend soccer. And we have college football and college basketball. Meerkat, the dart yesterday, we got to start right there. The dart's on a little bit of a heater, but last night it takes an over that hit from one team Arizona State absolutely shellacked their rivals in the Arizona Bearcats. 70-7, to I believe, was the final score. Jackson He, the first ever Chinese-born nope. player, scores a touchdown as well in that one. But the dart right now, is it is it feeling itself? Did you find a, a grindstone and you were sharpening them on or something? I, I still can't find a dart sharpener in Western New York. But, you know, I was, I was doing my thing. I was – burning some nice essential oils i had it around my crystals in the moonlight uh some sage was going as well just just dispelling any possible curse that could have been placed on it and seemed to have worked we're at four straight six of the last seven i'll take it i'll take it all day i'm feeling great because the dart's doing great i've said it before i live off of the dart oh absolutely when the dart's doing well we're all doing well you and I have both been doing pretty well this week betting. Um, I've been been busy at work, so we haven't been able to rip as many episodes as normal. Did solid in the Champions League on Tuesday. Kept it rolling throughout the week with uh, Wednesday Champions League action and some Europa on Thursday. But we're here Saturday. It's weekend league play here in soccer, and there are a ton of derbies this weekend. All right, bro, we got Man United versus Man City here in the Premier League, 12.30 start. What do you got on this one, bro? I like the boys at Manchester Manchester City to make the United lads piss off today. Uh, But no, I'm taking City's uh, money line, minus 140, taking the juice, taking the cheese. The 183rd Manchester Derby. And both of these teams are not where they want to be in the table. You have United at seventh and City at ninth. Out of form for both of them. Um, but United just hasn't been good at home this year. I don't think the home field advantage for United matters that much. They only have four points in of their 19 points earned from home games. And City has historically been the best performing team this decade at Old Trafford, like against Man United as an away team. I like that history there. I think City is starting to find its form a bit. I don't like United's form. I know they're coming from behind. They're winning these games. I, there's going to be some firepower in this game, but I like City to get it done. They've shut out their last five opponents. They're just in form defensively. If they can get two, three goals, hold against United's you know counterattack, their second-half pushes they have, I like City. I might lay two units on this because of that mm. juice, but I, I, I like it. Oh, I'm absolutely riding with City today as well. You look at where they are on the table. Man City needs this win. They're sitting right below Manchester United, and you know they want to make a run at the title. So they're going to have to start putting up some points, and this is a great, great weekend to start getting some against your rival. Uh, you look at what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is doing right now with the squad, and it seems like he is confused. He doesn't know where to put his guys in the best places to succeed. He doesn't know who his best 11 is. Bruno Fernand is an absolute 
star for this team in half the time. He's not even starting. He's coming off the bench, and they get behind, and it's all up to him to single-handedly, single-footedly, if you will, um, bring them back within these games, and that's not going to happen against Manchester City, who's only dropped one of their last 11 away games. They're a great, great side with Pep Guardiola, and they have a ton of firepower up front and very, very stout back line. As long as they, you know, don't fuck up, really, Man City should be able to win this one. I like them in this one. I'm using them all day long. going to use them in some parlays. If you want to be safer, obviously, you can always use the uh, draw, no bet, or you could mm-hmm. take the uh, two-way, taking City and the draw. But I really think City gets this one done. This is a game where they really, really need to win it. Yeah, it's a get-right game in the biggest stage for them with that Manchester Derby. And I don't think United's really been better than them this year. I know the table says otherwise, but from just watching some of the games, United's a team that's been thriving off of coming from behind in games or relying almost on, like, set pieces at time, whether it be penalties or free kicks and stuff like that, which, you know, Bruno Fernandes. And they've gotten gotten the the benefit of some terrible calls. Um, oh, yeah. I've been going against a lot of these teams this year, especially with VAR and everything else. Seemed to be a, a linesman just looking away a, a week or two ago that, mm-hmm. that saved him, but you never know. Um, Meerkat, what's your next pick for Soccer Saturday? Next pick, more big favorite, heavy juice. I'm going Chelsea money line minus 145 against Everton. Everton's a cheeky team who I like coming into this year, but I'm basing this 100% off of recency bias and like the current forms. Chelsea um, has just been great uh, this year. And recently they've gone unbeaten in their last 14 Premier League games since September Everton's lost three of its last five in the prem after a hot start scoring a bunch of goals. I know you got Calvert Lewandowski out there, but you're still losing the Leeds, Newcastle, and Southampton. You can't have that. Everton hasn't beaten Chelsea in three straight games, too, in over a, a, almost a decade. It was like a 2010 to 2012 run. I don't think they get their third straight uh, today and get that run going again. I just think. Chelsea's defense is starting to kind of catch pace with their offense a bit. Still not a great defense, but they're getting goaltending figured out. They're becoming more and more solid every game, and that offense is scary. Absolutely. I think Everton right now has flipped the switch, but in the wrong way. They've turned things off where early on in the season you saw the run they went on, but now just one win in their last six Premier League matches. And I think, you know, Chelsea's really figuring things out against every team not named Liverpool, Spurs, and Man U that they've played. They have 25 goals in eight matches, which goes to a 3.125 average per game. I like Chelsea to score and score often in this one. Probably like a 3-1 win. I could see Everton getting one from Calvert Lewandowski, like you mentioned. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're going to be able to have enough to get them over the top in this one in a big, you know, derby matchup for them. It's it's another rivalry game, and these big teams really get up for them, especially when they're playing better. It's obviously you're going to have a ton of, you know, adrenaline if you're Everton and everything with a good early start. You want to turn that around, but – they just don't have the talent, I don't think, right now. And Carlo Ancelotti's team just seems to be struggling a bit. You mentioned those losses to Southampton and Newcastle and Leeds. Like that's, that's Those are names you never want to be losing to, especially heading into the Merseyside Derby. 
Yeah, I think things are just playing into Chelsea's favor today. Same with United, uh, or sorry, City against United. I think things are just pointing towards them. And if you like to parlay these two teams, you know, you put a unit on each instead of two units and throw a unit on a parlay, plus 185, I think I'm going to throw something on that. Mm-hmm. So, Meerkat, what else you got for me today? I'm just going college basketball. I have no college football I love today. So we're going to go to hoops. The first matchup I really like, start the day off hot. I'm going Florida money line against Florida State, plus 115 money line there. They are the dog, not by a lot, but both of these teams are undefeated coming into this one, and they have a little extra chip on their shoulder, I feel like, since the football teams didn't get to play this year. Kind of lose on on that rivalry, but these are two big sports rival schools, so they're going to get it done on the basketball court today. And Florida's offense is just so damn elite. They're averaging 84 points a game on over 50% shooting as a team. Multiple double-digit scores led by Keontae Johnson, who is one of the best scorers in the country right now. He's averaging almost 20 a game. Super efficient guy who can score in a variety of ways. I think Florida's wins are a little bit more quality than Florida State's this year's. And I, Florida State's just a team – Overall, they have a little bit of good offense, but they're very inconsistent. They shoot, I think, in the lower end of the 40s as a team uh, field goal percentage this year. And Florida has a scrappy defense, so I think they could take advantage of a Florida State offense that isn't, you know, Mm -hmm. crazy, crazy efficient and productive. And the Florida offense could take advantage of a Florida State defense that's not going to know how to defend all of these guys, including Johnson. Absolutely. I like that play there. I'm going to go to a game here. I think it just got moved back a little bit um, in game time. It's a seven or eight o'clock start now. Um, I'm going to take Alabama plus one and a half against against Clemson in college basketball. We're not talking the national championship in football. Um, I think this is a very big clash of styles. The Clemson Tigers right now are seventh in adjusted efficiency in all of the nation on Ken Palm. And Alabama has the third lowest average time per offensive possession at just 13.4 seconds. This team likes to run it. Is it a, it is a traditional Nate Oates offense and he has the athletes to do it. I like him with John Petty to get over Clemson in this one. Clemson have had some big wins over Purdue and Maryland thus far early on their schedule, but I think it's time for them to hit a lapse here in a game where they're just going to have to run and run and run and run. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Alabama all night long. I think the Crimson Tide are going to be able to fill up that bucket and they're going to get after it. Um, They haven't been playing, you know, sound NATO's defensive ball yet, but they're getting there. And I think this is a game where you can force Clemson into making some mistakes. If you get up to an early lead and go on some runs, I'm, I'm taking Bama in this one. So do you like Nato still? Do you, are you mad at him for saying he was going to stay then leaving or are I you mean, happy he, for him? Like what are you, what him are you signing? So him signing that extension basically guaranteed UB got more money when he did leave. So it was kind of like a, Hey, let's, you know, let's get you some more I'll money. Help you I can, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, I'm, and then I'm the program sure proceeded to not really use that money in hiring a coach besides hiring a, a firm and then just promoting from within. That's another story, but yeah, I'm yeah. still, I'm still riding with Bama here. You saw Nate Oates take that, that shot at coach K 
I think this I is love that. where he needs to get this win so he can keep talking that shit. That's the type of guy Nate Oates is. He's just going to tell it like it is, though. That's That was the Straight one thing shooter. on everybody's mind on Twitter. It was all over the place. We all know Coach K was just saying that because his team is struggling early on. Oh, he yeah. does that... not want to keep getting exposed against good teams. But, Meerkat, I know you got another play for me. <laughs> yeah, that, that Coach K shit is funny. I – I know people always make fun of him for that stuff. I'm a guy who I used to be a big Duke fan, started to realize how much I hate Coach K, and so I've strayed away from that a bit. And that was just funny. But I'm going with another dog today, this time the spread, taking Notre Dame plus 7.5 versus the Kentucky Wildcats. Because let's be real, Kentucky kind of sucks this year. I mean, there's talent on that roster – Good young talent, like they always have tons of freshmen, yada, yada, a few returning sophomores. But they're just one in three this year. They only got their win in the opener against Moorhead, which, nice, congrats. Dropped three straight to Richmond, Kansas, and then got absolutely rolled by Georgia Tech for their first win of the year. They looked awful. They turned the ball over at a staggering rate, and they take a lot of stupid shots, too. They're not a disciplined team. They don't really play as a team. Make a lot of mistakes. If Notre Dame could just take advantage of a few of those, I like them to get it done today. It's not like Notre Dame's a world beater by any means, but start this year, you know, they played Michigan State pretty well, lost by 10, beat a good Detroit team, and then their last game, they almost beat Ohio State, who's a very good team this year. I, I like Notre Dame to cover that seven and a half points today. That's a Kentucky team that just keeps shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. So my next game I'm looking at here, Oklahoma State, Wichita State, Cade Cunningham. I love what he's doing. You got three freshmen logging 50% of your minutes there for OK State. And I would give them more minutes if you could. They've been absolutely phenomenal thus far. Cade Cunningham averaging over 20 points per game, and five assists, like almost five assists and five rebounds. Um, over five rebounds. So the things he's able to do with that offense, I think they're going to be able to score enough here. Um, they're a team, again, that likes to push the pace a little bit, just 14.9 seconds per possession. Wichita likes to slow it down. And when you have a dynamic, young and fast and just the things Kate Cunningham can do, you can really open things up against a team who likes to slow things down and try to uh, really just play a half court set and um, old school basketball, if you will. Cade Cunningham's going to open things up and I think it's going to free them up to get a lot of points against that Wichita state team. That isn't the same team that went in to Oklahoma state last year and beat them. I, I like them this year on the road to cover the points at three and a half. Yeah. They're a scrappy, scrappy team this year. I know you like betting on them. Um, I, I just don't really have a ton of stuff I love today. I haven't taken a major look at the later games, but I don't think I'm I don't think I'm playing any college football today, honestly. I'm gonna run some parlays here and there. You got some decent teams. I like Oklahoma State minus two fifteen, Nebraska against Minnesota two eighty six, even like Georgia just a lock there at minus five thirty. That could have been minus eight, nine hundred. So some nice parlay fodder around the board, but not a ton of things I love straight up. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think I'm right there with you. <clears throat> I think they've they pretty much nailed these spreads and everything else going mm-hmm. on, especially within the Big Ten with all the COVID and everything else. It makes it very hard to bet some of these games. But we will see – one thing we will see is the UB Bulls today – 
taking mm-hmm. on Akron. I'm going to try to pull up here the most recent um, odds to see if they've changed. I think they were minus 32 and a half earlier on in this week against Akron. Akron's coming off a big 31 to three win over Bowling Green, but I think Bowling Green is probably the worst. Minus 33. College football, yeah, 32 and a half still at FanDuel. Um, yeah. So if you obviously you can't bet them at the creek, but I like UB to cover in this one. Just think about it. They finally got into the top 25 for the first time ever. They just had a game canceled. They're trying to get as much hype as they can for Jared Patterson. They have all the national eyes on them. This will be their fifth straight game on national television. It'll be the first time in program history that every single game that the team plays will be on national television because their bowl game and the MAC title game will also be on national TV. So this team has a great opportunity to showcase what it can do. And I think Lance Leipold understands that. And you're going to see more of their smash mouth, run it down your throat football. But that doesn't matter because they score so quickly, even when they're doing that. Jared Patterson is a threat to break one at any time. I like I like the Bulls to cover. I, I absolutely do. I think – they put up another 40, 50 points on Akron at least. And you could be seeing Jared Patterson all over Sports Center again. Yep. I, I like UB to cover. I like the over in that game. It's kind of not low, but it, <laughs> 55 and a half. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I think UB can cover that maybe themselves like Arizona State did last night in a big it's game. Possible. Ton of talent trying to get eyes on these guys. You brought up Patterson. There's a few other guys on this team starting to starting to garner a little attention for themselves. And we're seeing Wisconsin Whitewater lie pulled back at it with this UB team. I love it. Yeah, I mean Coyote Awasika is getting eyes. Just they're talking about him being maybe a sleeper for the draft this year. That yeah. NFL scouts are much higher than I'm on higher on him than most people, you know, on Twitter and whatnot. This is a great chance. You have to continue to showcase these guys because Coyote Awasika, Jared Patterson, and Malcolm Koontz are all going to be playing on Sundays next year if they want to. Um, Obviously, with everything going on, you don't technically burn a year, so they could stay until next year. But when you're looking at a guy like Koontz, who comes into the season ranked in the top 100 prospects, why would you you stay for that year? Make sure you go and get paid, and you, you do it, you know, while you can. I think he has a great chance to still move up up draft boards too but meerkat uh, i can't wait to watch this game and just watch the mm-hmm. absolute beat down i'm surprised the spread wasn't higher because this is a team in buffalo that is is not not in the same class as as the mac right now like they're they could have probably played in the big 10 the way some of these teams look this year and yeah and been decent they might have gone 500 with a big 10 schedule Oh, 100%. Honestly, it, I just love the attention we're getting. People are respecting them. You see people tweet about them. Hashtag rank UB work. Now we need the hashtag JPAT for Heisman. I mean, it, it's all it's awesome. It sucks. It's during a down COVID year where, you know, there's probably going to be an asterisk by people uh, on UB with whatever they end up doing with I don't the rest think of the season. I don't think there's but, any asterisk. I think everyone within the MAC. Knows that, yeah, oh, yeah, that much yeah. better. That's why everyone's like, yeah, like it, it, we're a class above, and I think this program's built for continued success. We had that blog up on Trainer a couple weeks ago about re-entering a golden age for all of UB sports, pretty much. Um, and it's just been awesome. You love to see it back. You know, I remember growing up, UB 
was always kind of a joke and they'd be going one and nine and stuff like that. And just never, never wanted to go to a game as a kid or anything. You always wanted there to be a big college program down the street from you. You can go to these big games, see something exciting with pro prospects. And yep. we finally have that. And it's just awesome the past few years, getting big opponents on the schedule, getting some guys in the league. It, it's just been nice. Absolutely. Meerkat. But that's going to wrap it up for us. We got to, I think we gave out a lot of free money today. We'll have to give out our Venmos later on on Twitter or something like that to, to take some tips. Um, you guys are very welcome. We put in a lot of research on this one. Love those plays today. I think I'm going to be parlaying Bama, uh, Chelsea, and Man City. Comes in Ooh. somewhere around plus 450. I love it. I love it. We're going to be eating today, eating good. Hammer your bookies early and often. Doesn't matter if you're going down and driving to the creek and waiting in those ridiculous lines. We're hearing that full sports betting legalization could be coming very, very soon within New York State. Hopefully, mobile betting will be coming with that. If not, we riot. Yep, we riot. <laughs> I can't wait to just lay in bed and place bets right when I wake up. Nothing better. Uh, nothing better. Absolutely nothing better. You see those long lines. Absolutely terrible. Give us mobile uh, betting, Andrew Cuomo. Do something right. Please make people not hate you even more than they already do. That does it for us. Go get that free money. Good night now.